Good morning. Today we will look into escalating violence in Lebanon that has seen its political and economic structure severely deteriorate in the last one year. We will then examine possible points of discussion from the USA, Japan, Australia, and India in their first Quad meeting this year, and finally discuss how Yemen's decision to amend relations with Qatar would impact the West Asian region. Today is Wednesday, the 10th of March. I am Arunova, and you're listening to the Leaders Brief by Ego Monk. Last year, a televised speech by Hezbollah chief Hassan Nasrallah suggesting Lebanon look towards China for aid to resolve its ongoing economic crisis was indicative of the split a traditionally pro-West Lebanon could create in its political ranks, further damaging the country's economy. The country's parliament, traditionally divided between an equal proportion of Muslims and Christians, has remained dissolved for over half a year now. The reason being a difference of choices in forming the cabinet between President Mikhail Aoun and Prime Minister-designate Saad al-Hariri. A politically volatile Lebanon flared up in protests in the last two weeks as consensus to form a government required to implement much-needed economic reforms have failed. The country has seen its currency lose almost 80% of its value, pushing over half of the country's population below the poverty line and threatening a debt-to-GDP ratio of over 180% in the next three years. The country's caretaker Prime Minister Hassan Diab has previously warned that he would resign from his post if needed to pressure the President and the Prime Minister-designate to form a cabinet at the earliest. Mr. Diab, who took charge of the Lebanese government after Saad al-Hariri was forced to resign as protests against the country's economic woes escalated in 2019, was forced to dissolve his cabinet after an explosion killed over 200 people in the country's capital Beirut last year. Since then, Lebanon has continued to miss deadlines in forming a government needed to accept and distribute foreign aid in the country. As officials continued to argue over the country's cabinet portfolios last week, the Lebanese pound reached an all-time low crossing 10,000 against one US dollar, prompting several citizens to demand for cash withdrawals. Protests have turned violent in the last seven days. However, even if Saad al-Hariri manages to come to an agreement with Mr. Aoun, Protests are not expected to stop completely as many citizens see Al-Hariri as being responsible for the country's initial economic collapse. Moving on to some news from the Asia-Pacific region, the Quadrilateral Securities Dialogue, or Quad Group, made up of the USA, Japan, Australia and India, is expected to convene their first meeting this year by the end of this week. The meeting would hold special significance as it will be the first under US President Joe Biden who hopes to use this alliance as the country's focal point for trade in the Asia-Pacific and a means to counter China's growing trade influence in the region. Notably, China headed the formation of the world's largest free trading area last year with 15 countries, including two of the Quad countries signing the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership last year. While the USA under President Trump was completely excluded from the free trade agreement, India has been invited to join as an observer state. In such a situation, apart from defense ties, the four leading world economies are expected to discuss ways in which they could use their alliance to counter Chinese trade and business options towards making India the next manufacturing hub can be on the table. New Delhi has been in a border tussle with Beijing over the past one year, during which it has stepped up manufacturing in the country to limit trade dependency on China. In the digital sector, it has invited heavy investments from firms based in the USA. However, India's trade dependency on China remains high and Beijing is expected to drive a major portion of the growth towards a post-pandemic global economic recovery. Among other things, China's show of military aggression along the Taiwan Strait and other parts of the South China Sea and its policy in Xinjiang and Hong Kong would most likely be up for discussion. The Quad is also expected to discuss the political void that has arisen in the region due to an ongoing military coup in Myanmar. Moving on to some more political developments from West Asia, the internationally recognized Saudi-backed government of Yemen announced last week that it had restored diplomatic ties with Qatar after four years of boycott. 
The UAE, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and Egypt had in 2017 imposed a boycott on Qatar, severing diplomatic and transport ties, accusing the country of supporting terrorism through its connections with Iran, an allegation that Qatar denies. Talks brokered by the USA to lift the restrictions on Qatar failed on two occasions last year, before the four-member Arab coalition led by Saudi Arabia finally agreed in January to end the political row that had cut trade, travel, and diplomatic ties with Doha. The announcement corresponds with the USA's decision to end support for the Saudi-led offensive in Yemen to make room for talks with Houthi rebels. Lifting trade restrictions with Qatar would facilitate a faster economic recovery for the country ravished by years-long famine. For the USA, it would allow strategic advantage in West Asia to limit Iran's nuclear ambitions and force it to re-engage in talks to enter the Iran nuclear deal. The boycott had also allowed Iran to pump in millions to the Qatari airlines as Doha was forced to use Tehran's airspace. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune in to Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com, that is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomonk.com. Yeah.